You're listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. This is episode three, Siege Perilous. I like that you say that because I don't know how. <laughs> Siege. That's a weird word. Sergey. Let's <laughs> have a look at it. That's what it looks like. No. no. Sergey Perilous. No. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Pretty sure it's French. I'm sure it is. I can't um, help that it looks like Sergey. So, episode three. Okay, once upon a time, season five, mm-hmm. episode three. Episode three. Uh, hopefully, this episode is better than the last one. Well, it's not that it was bad. It was just <laughs> not not refreshing. No, it wasn't. It was very filler. Very, well, very filler episode. And we discussed that already, so was, we don't need to rehash. Yeah, we're not going to rehash. Uh, what we've already discussed. So yeah. we like to just jump right in yep. and go. And go. So if you're listening, you are a fan of Once Upon a Time, or else you wouldn't be listening to us. And you know you've watched the episode, so we're not going to tell you anything that you don't already know. They I, don't, are... I don't think anybody's listening to this podcast. You so don't think so? No. Oh. Well, at least we're hanging out. <laughs> we're spending time we're together. Having, we're having, having quality time. We're having us time. <laughs> That's right. Which I think is more important than anything else. You think and so? you know, at the at the end of the day, yeah, literally, literally, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if this accomplishes nothing more than our children can go back and listen to us, oh, that'd be cool. Uh, that would be cool. And yeah. our grandkids, and our well, great grandkids, not- and our great great grandkids. Yeah, you could stop. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little QT, a little quality time. So. Camelot. You know, I don't, I think it's a Camelot thing that I'm really kind of bummed up. Are you not up. liking Camelot? I, I'm not digging Camelot. I liked, I like the forest. I like Sherwood Forest. I like it whenever they're back in Regina's old house. I like, I like all of that. I like Pan. That was my favorite. Go see the movie if you haven't seen it. Um, but I just think I'm not digging Camelot. I think that's what it is. Okay. That's fair. I think that's what it is. Well, I've never been a big Camelot fan. You have. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, this series should be the litmus test for. <laughs> not saying Camelot this should be material. All, no, There's no. plenty of Camelot material that we can take a look at. I think will. Well, that's more well done, and we discussed that in our first episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't want to rehash that either. But uh, let's let's get into the episode. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what happened and what we liked, what we didn't like. What we liked, what we didn't like. You know, the very first thing, um, Emma's, Emma's in the mine with the dwarves. The dwarves are terrified. And it's funny to see how scared they are of her. You know, and, and that's interesting to me because she was such a friend to them. And all of a sudden, they're terrified of her. And she hasn't really done anything. I mean, she has, but she hasn't. It's just the idea of what she is that I think terrifies them so much. She takes Happy's pick, his his um his pick, and disappears. It's like, hmm, that's an odd thing to take, and um, uh, very Lord of the Ringsy. And so we see more Camelot. Well, wait the the end of episode two, and actually, I don't think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Is it ended with the sword and the stone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she went to go try to pull it out. And couldn't. And couldn't. And, and shoulder rumple told her she wouldn't. <laughs> shoulder rumple. That's rumpel. what I called him. Shoulder rumple. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. Head rumple. No, Whatever you want to Shoulder rumple. He's <laughs> uh, like, I love the fact that he lets things happen. Well, of course. Because 
that's the only way he's going to get a laugh out of that's it. Right. He that's He knew he could have told her, "Oh, don't, sweetie, don't, yeah. don't try to pull that sword yeah. out of the stone. It's, it's like, going to blast you across the sure. room." He could have said something. Well, he's evil, but he did what I would do. Right. No, you no, let him learn. Let, let, Stick the fork in the yeah. socket. Go right ahead. I bet you won't do that <laughs> again, you will you? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she can't pull the thing out. And so she is going to try everything she can to try to get Excalibur out of the stone. And um, so she takes, uh, I want to call him Slappy. She takes Happy's pig. <laughs> there should be a Slappy dwarf. It should be. <laughs> I don't know why there's not. Um, some more Camelot, which I'm not really cool on. And there's a lot of biblical stuff in this one. We talked about that while we were watching the show. Like what? Well, the surge perilous. <laughs> Sergio no. perilous. That's no. what you said. Yes. No. Yeah. No. There's like biblical items in the box. Yes. Well, that's what I said. Well, Sergio no, is not biblical. I, no, not the chair. <laughs> I thought the chair was biblical. No. The, <laughs> didn't know. The flame. Oh, just the flame. Because he said it came from the, the Ark ri- of the Covenant. Goodness. <laughs> That's what you said. No, I Ark didn't. of the Stone. Indiana Jones found it. <gasps> Is yes. Indiana Jones Disney? Indiana Jones. No. Oh. Well, oh. Well. Is it now? I would. Well, hang on. If, when Lucas sold everything, did he sell? Did he sell sell all of Lucasfilm? I don't know. Oh, that'd be I'd have awesome. to look that up now. That'd be awesome if he I just thought he popped just sold, out of nowhere. I thought he just sold uh, Star Wars. I, I think have I no gotta idea. look this up now. I don't know. You've called my knowledge. Did you find into out question. if a Wraith was a boy or a girl? Uh it's just a ghost. Oh. Okay. Any way. Uh the eternal flame or yes. the flame that they found in that box, mm-hmm. which we're we're skipping all over the place. That's but all right. hey, episode three of Once Upon a Time is gonna just be <laughs> random. Random. <laughs> That's what we do best. Um Came from the burning bush. Mm. Uh, Moses. Biblical. Yes, but not the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Indiana Jones didn't write a book I of the swear Bible. This, well, I know that, Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's no book of Indy. <laughs> the 67th book. Um, Look at you. See? How about that? <laughs> see, you guys learned something tonight. Um, so my favorite thing about the episode. And the and, Holy Grail. Not the see? Monty Python thing. I love that your mind immediately <laughs> went to that. <laughs> what that else is would it awesome. That means I've done my job. You've done your job. We're done but no, uh, Arthurian legend, one of the quests that they go on is the quest for the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail is also a biblical reference, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are the two things that I made reference. Not the chair. To, no, Sergio. Not, not the chair. Sergio the chair. <laughs> so my favorite thing about this episode, and, and you're going to think I'm nuts, but I'm a girl. What? No. So Emma's <laughs> clothes are getting awesome. So, you okay. know, when Hook becomes all full bore pirate, he wears the coolest clothes, right? So he right. wears the leather and the stuff and the stuff. Well, she's like really taking that on. And so what we noticed is the first episode, she's wearing the black trench coat. Cute, but no big deal. She's got the heels. She's got the hose, yada, yada, yada. Second episode, she's kind of vamping it up a little bit more. Like you said, she's like a female spike, which I love that because now that I'm thinking about it with the hair and the stuff, (laughs) she really does look like a female spike. Um, If she said, if he like busted out with a love or she said love in any episode, I'd probably think that really was spike. I loved spike. Um, But this episode, she is like full on 
She is hardcore. She's got the black leather jacket with the cool, I don't know what kind of print that was, what kind of skin it was. But you know what I've noticed? Never, ever, 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 ever did this character wear a dress until she's evil. And that's all she wears now. Because in the episode, we see her lower hook into the boat. She's wearing a white dress. Well, when she is the dark swan, she's still wearing, she's not wearing a dress then. Yes, she is. No, it's pants with the long overcoat. She's got a dress on. Okay. She does. No, because okay. I was thinking about it. She never, you know, she always wore pants because that one episode where she got dressed for the ball when she and um, Hook went back, I think it was last season, and uh, they got to see Snow and Charming fall in love and they put on the personas and she was wearing the red dress. It was the first time she'd ever worn a dress in the episodes. You don't need you Okay. Hey, I don't pay attention. So. I pay attention because I think it's cool to see, like we said, there's absolutely nothing that's accidental on the show. And so them to see how they, they use the wardrobe. I mean, they've, they've done it so masterfully this whole time, but to see how they're changing the wardrobe to fit all of that, I think that's just really, really cool. And I would love to be a fashion designer on that show because that would be or a costume designer costumer. That would be cool yeah. because the, the clothes tell such a story, you, you know, went it to just school for that. Right? No. Okay. No, I, didn't. <laughs> I did not. I'm a jeans and a That's t-shirt. Right. Hey, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I just think Re- it's cool. Hey, reach for the stars. I could. That's what I say. Thank you. Thank you. I will. Um, so her clothes, I thought were cool. Arthur, I am not digging Arthur. I got to tell you, I don't. I don't know if it's his look. I don't know if I figured that Arthur would just be cooler. I don't know. There's just something smarmy about this guy, and and it turns out there's a good reason for him to be smarmy because. Lo and behold, Lancelot's not dead like we thought he was. He comes back and tells Snow, whoa, ho, Mr. Telephone Man, dude is evil. Watch out. And he knows she's Snow and she's not Mary Margaret. And so I'm wondering how those two things are going to jive. Were you trying to make a reference to an old... New edition? New edition no, song? Actually, no. no. <laughs> there was a commercial back in the 80s. I want to say it was Martin Short dressed up as a telephone. He was like, whoa, ho, Mr. Telephone Man. That's mighty strong language. If you guys are over 40, you'll get that reference. Huh. We'll see if anybody gets that. I don't remember that at all. Anyway. Well, you're not, you're mm. not old as I am. Boy, you're really skipping around with your... I am. Uh, I, well, you said this was going to be a random <laughs> with episode. Your, with your recap here. Well, that's what we do. Uh, yes. Yeah, so what we do on this podcast is we take and recap Once Upon a Time in a Pulp Fiction uh, <laughs> type manner. <laughs> totally. We just take and chop it up. Just chop it up. Rearrange it. <laughs> right. Well, because if you watch it, you watch it and you know what happened. And so this is just us, our take on it and, and what our thoughts were. And, and um, we don't full need to tell spoilers. you. Full of spoilers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord, yes. Please don't listen to this if you haven't watched the episode. Please <laughs> don't do that. There's lots of David and lots of Arthur. I mean, it was almost like a best friends episode of these two. Well, why and was that? Why why was there a lot of that? Well, because we see him in Camelot and they're on a quest with their little Holy Grail thing to go get the mushroom, the magic mushroom. Holy crap. Um, turns out there's a magic mushroom. Holy Grail has nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> it was just an whatever anecdotal comment. So they go by on a me. quest. <laughs> they go on a quest to go get a magic red mushroom. Yeah, that's going to help them with Merlin because they found it in a book. Because now apparently they're trying to pull in a the Mario, Mario realm. <laughs> it's also owned by Disney. Now, I th- probably. if it were me, it's like I don't need any more of the red r- mushrooms. <laughs> I need more of the green mushrooms. That's right. Just because, just in case Robin gets in trouble again, you know Robin's going to get gonna himself get in trouble he's, again. He's gonna need and he help. dies. It's fine. We got a one up. That's right. We got the one up mushroom. You got the it's little fine. Yoshi It'd be fine. dude. 
So wait, they wait, go, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So they know that they need to go find this mushroom. Right. Why? Because Regina has found Belle is actually doing something in this episode. She Finally. Is, she, she is putting her librarian skills to the test or to task. And they are digging through Merlin's office looking for something that might help turn Merlin not from into a tree, not from into a tree, out of a tree, get him out of the tree, change him back so that he can help Emma. And so they're digging through all of his stuff, which... I don't think I'd like if I was Merlin to begin with. Dudes He's don't seem in to like a that. tree. I understand he that, but you don't care. like it when I'm in here. So I can't imagine him coming back and finding out that people have been going through his stuff. I don't like it when you're in here when I'm not in here. He'll, he's not in there. He's a tree. Anywho, so they find this book that they think is going to help. And Regina finds this book, and there's a picture of this red mushroom that apparently has all kinds of magical qualities. It's the Crimson Crown. Okay. And so she puts a big question mark on a piece of paper and sticks it in there, which I thought was curious because why would she do that? Why would she do that? Why would she do that? Now. Go for it. Here's where maybe we're finally seeing them having half a brain. At what point... Do you say, man, sure are a lot of curses going around here. And it sure seems like we get back into places Mm. and miss chunks of our lives, Hmm. weeks and months at a time. Hmm. Why would you not go memento style and write yourself a note? But if if that's the case, why just a question mark? Yeah, what's the question mark? Why don't you write on the paper... Go find the mushroom we needed to get Merlin out of the tree. Well, and you know, anytime that I've ever <laughs> been in my life and I've found something in a book that I want to remember, I don't get a, que- been- <laughs> a piece of paper with a question mark and stick it in the book. I'll I've- like dog ear it or like circle it. Right. I don't want to. I mean, who does that? I don't know. That would be a weird thing. I don't know. But if, start. You, if you're going to write a question mark, I mean, I, I, get, I get that, but I'm just saying. You would think that they would make a note At some to point, these fools need to realize. This that, could hey, happen again. Nothing ever happens. Right. Well, Marty wrote a note. Mm, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um, we are hopping all over the place. I like in this it. One. I like <laughs> this it. is our life Let's on a daily this. basis. Let's do it live. So Dave, David and Arthur are on their trek and they're off for the magic mushroom and they go to this swampy place with this cool bridge that's all underwater. And you see all these little pieces of people all around them. And he just hops along. Armor. Yeah. He hops along down the thing and he gets the mushroom. Super, super simple. Well, he had to have known. There's no way it's going to be that easy. Hey, buddy. Have you seen anything? Have you not paid (laughs) any bit of attention? See, that's the thing. That's my argument. Always has been my argument is that while they may not have the context of being able to see the show like we do, Mm -hmm. they do know what their stories are and they know of other realms and they make reference to Arthur. Hey, you're kind of like a legend in this this realm. So that being said, you should have knowledge and context Mm -hmm. around how fairy tales and stories go Mm -hmm. that and seeing movies, nothing's ever that easy. No, just like, just like David should have figured out that when he started getting chummy, with Arthur. Well, it's going to go bad. That that's not going to end well. David can't have friends. No. He can't have friends. No, and that's sad. It's sad. You know, he he's did He's got to say- look at that. He's got to look at Snow. And that's the only friend he has. Well, there's and she's so wrong. whiny. She's not whiny. I don't think she's whiny. <laughs> but Snow's not my favorite. I know you've never liked I don't Snow. Hide that you've never fact. liked David. Um, 
but you know, the thing is, I, you, you do feel kind of sorry for David because in the front of the episode, when they're back in Storybrooke, he says he just feels like he needs to do something. This is my daughter. I need to do something. I want to help. And so you do feel like he's finally going, okay, look, I've, I've got to grow up. I've got to be a man. I got to take care of my family. And I think he's always been like that, but now he's like being more so and he's going to pursue it and do what he can to help. And so he goes off out to the camp where they've all pitched tents and stuff. And Arthur's out there and oh, Guinevere's there too. And, um, and so uh, then we see the Camelot version of David, and he's all decked out in all of his finery and stuff. And so he and Arthur are trudging through the forest, and, and he says, you know, I want to be more than just the guy who kissed the sleeping princess. And so you're like, okay, poor dude. You know, that's what he is. That's what he's been labeled. Um, and so he wants to be more than that. And so you kind of respect that. But at the same time, hello, pay attention. You can't just cut the mushroom and think it's going to be no big deal. And so sure enough, he goes trotting back and all these little pieces of armor start forming people. And he starts having to battle these guys on this sunken bridge, which is actually pretty cool. It was, it was a, the Black Knight. It, yeah. it was like the Black Knight from Monty Python. Oh. Yeah. I should probably see that. You should. Yeah. So he does all that and then Arthur comes and helps him and oh, the mushroom's gone. Tis but a scratch. <laughs> Who thinks the mushroom's really gone? Hands? Uh, Anybody show me their hands? Mm, nobody. So, so David gets all sad because <laughs> he did all of that and no mushroom. Nothing to show for it. Mm, oh, mm. shoot. So Poopy. fast forward <laughs> and um, dude that we had seen in Camelot who protected all the stuff in the magic box is there and things from the magic box are disappearing and they need a magic bean. And if they only had a magic bean, they could get back home. Well, turns out the magic bean magic is missing. Bean That's what they're looking for. Everybody a needs a magic box. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. So the little dude says, nope. And turns out anybody that saw the dude, and how twitchy he was and how, how icky he was, knew that he was the one taking the stuff. And sure enough, he's the one taking the stuff. What was this guy's name? Did he have a name? I'm trying to remember. I think he did, but I don't remember what it was. Smarmy. Mm. He's like the 12th dwarf. Um, but he was taking the stuff, and it turns out he was 12th. taking the stuff. I, I don't know. What happened to 8 through 11? I, I don't know. They disappeared. Um, My goodness. But So he was the one taking the stuff, but he was taking the stuff because Arthur told him to take the stuff. And so there's more things at the end that Arthur makes him do, and that's it's kind of not cool. But we see that Arthur is not at all who we think he is, and that's really sad because poor David's going to be crushed. David has like a man crush because he's always talking about, oh, you're legendary. Oh, we hear stories about you. You're big in this realm. It's like, just ask for his autograph and be done with it. Yeah. He's very fanboying on him. He is. You know? He's man crushing. He is. And it's kind of hard is. to watch. He's he's like, he's trying to initiate a, a bromance, but it's very one-sided. <laughs> it's very, it's, I don't, I don't think Arthur on. knows what that is. I don't either. He's a man of the... He shouldn't. He, no, he But shouldn't. Arthur's very chatty, too. They're and I both can't, very chatty. That's weird for me. It's like, I don't know. I, I just... Guys uh, that have a... To me, there's a certain persona that should come along with being a king yeah. and the ruler of a realm. Yeah. Uh, even a... I mean, I know that they were had a certain camaraderie. They were both uh, shepherds. Both shepherds, mm -hmm. uh, kind of be a, coming from the common folk, as mm -hmm. it were, uh, rising to to power, this, the greatness. ultimate, uh, uh, the ultimate place of power. Mm -hmm. That being said, you think you'd be a little less chatty. Well, maybe they just they don't have anybody to talk to. I don't know. I think they even said that they didn't have know. any buds. Yeah, maybe was, I just like the strong, silent type. Yeah. I think maybe that's it. I don't know. They're just too 
too, yeah, they're too buddy buddy. There's just something. But so David's going to be crushed when he finds out that Arthur's not who we think he is. Um, meanwhile, Belle has found this potion that she thinks is going to bring Rumple back, the real Rumple, not the shoulder Rumple. And so she's super excited. But she finds out she has everything that she needs. This is back in present day. She has everything that she needs except one thing. And that is something that touched him before he turned dark. And so she says, I can't even think. And so they're going to try to help her. And she says, no, 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 nobody can help me. It's something I've got to find. And so fast forward, Robin's in Granny's eaten because that's what that's he the does. the only thing that people do. He was there like the whole time. The whole time. He started at the bar drinking a beer. And then he and Hook are talking about their love lives, which I actually thought was kind of a funny scene. Here's two dudes. Here's Captain Hook and Robin Hood sitting in a diner talking about their love lives. Kind of entertaining. You know, the fact that one's in love with the formal evil queen and one's in love with now the dark one and they're trading stories. I thought it was kind of cute. Well, Robin like was scene. looking at the uh, sonogram of the baby. Oh, that's right. The baby. Yeah. <laughs> this is a picture from inside <laughs> Zelina. Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. I enjoyed that. And, and I like what they're doing with Zelina about the fact that she's along with them. And anytime she tries to, Regina just mutes her. She yeah. waves her hand and instantly she's just the mute handmaiden. I, I love that. I would love to have that power in real life. That would come awfully in handy. Just be able to bloop, mute somebody. Huh. You don't think that'd be awesome? It's good to know. It's just like the click movie where you had the remote control and he could click mute people. Do you remember that? Okay. Yeah, no, I remember that. I'm oh, just... come on. Like you wouldn't love to have that ability at work or here. Maybe. <laughs> I know you Maybe. would. I know you would. So anyway, so um, Robin's sitting at Granny's. Hook comes in, and um, they're talking about their love lives and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Granny puts a big old bag full of food in front of Hook. And there's a note on there from Emma saying, hey, meet me at the boat. And um, you think it's going to be nice and just a sweet thing. And maybe she's missed him. And, oh, it's going to be cute. She's uh, all black swanee. And he says, you know, I really don't really like you like this. And so she poofs and she's wearing a white dress and her hair's in a ponytail. She looks very sweet. And um, all the food's laid on on the table. That would actually come in handy as well. And, um, you know, she kind of starts putting the moves on him. And again, he tells her, you know, this isn't who you are. This is not who I am. I fought really, really hard to be good. And I'm not going to let you turn me. And he's got this blade sitting on the thing. And it turns out this is the blade that he held to Rumpel's neck before he decided to be dark. And, um, I, you know, I didn't put two and two together. I'll be honest with you. I did not figure that that's what she was there for. It didn't even dawn on me until the last scene of the show. Never, never even went into my head because the whole time she's like, you've got to trust me. I want you to trust me. It's me. It's me. It's me. And so I believed her, but no, she was using him the whole time. The, in, the entire whole time she was using him because so, at the end we see the blade. Yeah. Go ahead. What were we going to say? No, I was going to say, I think. Before we get to the end, maybe we should talk a little bit about what happened between Emma and Hook. Okay. And uh, so kind of a turning point, Mm -hmm. uh, we learn that she flat out asked him. Do you love me? Do you love me? Because if you don't, you know, I'll let you go. Mm -hmm. Um, And his response, I thought, was the perfect response. And I kind of want to see what your take is Mm -hmm. on it. He said that I loved you. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't love you. Right. Not that I do love you. Yep. I loved but you. But I loved you. Yep. How would you take that? Well, if I was a normal person, that would crush me. If I had just turned horribly evil, I would probably want to crush him. 
You know, I guess we'll see how much of her is still inside her to see how she handles it. Um, I mean, that's a hard thing to tell somebody. I loved you. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hone in on the precision of the words that were selected sure. there. Well, he loved and, and, her. He loved who she well, was. But I, I, I almost want to say that when you say something like that, you're not saying that in this present moment that I no longer love you. Mm-mm. I think what you're saying is to to me what I take from it, and this, and maybe maybe you can interpret it in different ways, but I think there's really only one way you can interpret it is that what I, what he was trying to tell her is that she had changed. Oh yeah, and you, I think you. I think he was trying to say that I loved that person that you used to be. Right. And I am I think you could technically say that in saying that that you are in love with that person, but if you're no longer that person, I can't say that I'm in love with you currently. So it's almost like saying that you love and don't love her all at the same time. Right. That's right. kind of what the takeaway I ha- I I got from that well and that's so true because that's exactly how it is you know i mean she's she's being so forward with him and and being all and is all over him and he wants absolutely nothing to do with that because that's not who she is and you know and he says again and again that's not who i am either and he talks about how um and she means that he really does or did care for her sure sure he did of course he uh, did in a very deep romantic way and she wasn't just some floozy or right. some castaway, mm-hmm. you know, one night stand type of thing. Mm-hmm. He's this is actually someone he cared about right. uh and wanted to have a meaningful relationship with because he has this self control now to be able to say no and walk away where uh you know he probably wouldn't have had that uh, previously or with anyone else. Right. And you know and she says that um right before or right when Hook uh, excuse me when Rumple made the decision to go dark and that he was be, that he was made better, and then he became a better man. And he said the only person that became a better person was me when I chose to be good. You know, and, and talking about himself. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's interesting to see that that he sees the change that was brought about in him that she was more than largely responsible for because she was. It was her love that I think brought him to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so he wants to. I think he wants to do the same for her. You know, and I'm curious. I'll be real curious to see because we're seeing a lot of him and Belle together. And, and I hope. Ooh, oh, yeah, my gosh. That, I, did you get that, too? Oh, yeah. Did you f- get a little nervous? Did you get yeah. that little twinge? Yeah. Where it's like, no, I please, don't. No, yeah, no, don't, 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 don't do, do this. It. Don't do this. Yeah. But, but, you know, whenever you start to to foster that familiarity, whenever sure. you start to foster that, uh, um, uh, hey, we got a lot in common. Yeah. We're going through the same thing. You find yourself going down this path that you don't want to go down, mm-hmm. and you, you know, if you're not careful, you're you're doing things that you never thought that you were going to do. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want that for either. I, okay, I know they're not real characters. Well, but, but you're invested. But you you're know, invested you in know. it, and, and you know that there's things that you're gonna you could end up doing that you don't get to come back from. Right, because at some point we know all of us know unless they're really going to screw with us all, that she's going to not be dark, right? I mean, we. I think 
I think that's the thing. We know that this is going to be because that's we've seen what, this. That's our hope. That's Well, she has to be. They can't. Yeah, no, I'm they, with you. You yeah. know what I mean? And so at some point, it's just like any soap opera you've ever watched. At some point, the dead person's going to come back and dude that's been sleeping with somebody else and the wife's going to come back and she's been dead. And oh, now we got a problem. I mean, if you've watched TV long enough or if you've been around long enough, you know that that's how things like that work out. And so we know at some point, Emma is not going to be dark. I think she's not. Who Who's going to keep her that way? Oh, man, that would really be a twist if like three years from now the show ended and she was dark the whole time. Man, that would suck. I, you know, I still, I still maintain that so far I find Emma as the dark one way more fascinating of a character or has a much more potential of a character than I ever cared good. about her as a as as the savior as a well, good but isn't that character. always true don't you always find that you know like actors and like actresses, darth vader drawn to the dark characters <laughs> exactly. yeah absolutely but i mean actors and actresses always say how much more fun it is to play a bad character because it's the worst version of yourself you know you can't act like that in real life i mean there are people who are horrible people true and mean snotty people but by and large people are, aren't like that and so you, you i would think having a chance to play that character would be fantastically fun and so you know yeah you want to see people grow and and you want to see them do cool stuff maybe that's why you like the dark i don't know maybe you just like her i like her wardrobe i think she looks awesome <laughs> she has really cool shoes is that I, what you're saying i didn't look at I'm not, i heard jackets are just the bomb i don't know i love her clothes love she, her clothes you're just gonna lose your mind if she starts like coming around with matching handbags Ooh. She doesn't need a purse. What she need a purse <laughs> I don't for? Know. Still don't know what she needs the car for. That's really bugging me. Get it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bug. Okay. Sorry. So back to the show. Well, what so, did we miss? What else did we miss? We kind of we skimmed. We did skim. Uh, one of the, one of the scenes I had a problem with. Let's skip around again. Mm-hmm. I think that's just what we're gonna do today. Mm-hmm. When uh, David and Arthur are chasing down the thief, and they're back in Storybrooke. Okay, yeah. And he tells Arthur to take the wheel, which that's not what I have a problem with. What I had a problem with is, I guess he just had a two-by-four or a big plank in the back of his truck. And he basically plays joust with this guy. He's on a horse. But if you look... He actually did whack him in the head. Did he? He did. That would have killed that guy. They were going way too fast. Way too fast I did the calculation. Did you? I did. <laughs> the, the, no. And the guy didn't even have any marks on his face. And well, I was like, the stunt guy might have been really Come banged up. Maybe he ate a piece of the magic mushroom. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't he know. Did. It, maybe he did. So they find the magic mushroom. It's all wrapped up. And they go back. See what I did there? I, brought yeah, us, you brought it brought full circle. Around. You're welcome. And, and so they look, and Regina's like, whoa, ho, it's the magic mushroom. <laughs> and um, look, this is what I've marked with this big question look mark. Look at this big, this big this question book, mark means something. It means something. Dang it. And here's this mushroom. Why? Why do I have this mushroom? Why is the book marked? Tell us all, do some shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so Bell got, Bell got to look for books again because Bell's very good at finding books. She's got she to excels do, at that. She has got the Dewey Decimal System memorized. I'm sure, she I does. Think. Yeah, I don't think they have computers in their library. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, Bell's still watching the rose. 
watching the rose, watching the rose, and the petals are falling. Falling, 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 falling. That thing really bothers you, doesn't it? I hate that stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, I love that they incorporated the enchanted rose because how could you not? How could you have Belle and Rumpel's story um, or Belle and the Beast story? I mean, we have Chip, which I still love that. Yeah, I love oh, that they absolutely. incorporated that. That's one of my favorite things. And and um, and so, I mean, they had to have the rose, but just the fact that she's carrying the stupid thing around just drives me nuts. It drives me nuts, 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 Well, nuts, she brings nuts. it into the diner. She takes it everywhere. And lo and behold, it's down to his last petal. And so she's sitting there ordering tea. Ordering tea and talking to Granny. Oh, now, now I got to go back. Well, oh. you shouldn't have left. Oh, it's about to fall. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. you shouldn't have left. Yeah. Mm, and why, why are you he, not by his side? Why is he not in the hospital? I don't think they have those there. No, they have hospitals because Jekyll was there. No, not Jekyll. Um, Dr. Frankenstein. That's right. Remember? He's I the doctor. He's, I think he's coming back. Oh, is he? Uh, No, the other doctor. What other doctor? I can't remember his name. I don't think it's Frankenstein. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, no... That bugs me too. It's like you don't you don't need an indicator. You just need to stay by his side. Yeah, just go go hang or out with him. Figure out how to make it better right. instead of. Well, she's work. trying. She's got the potion. She just doesn't have the magical thing that touched him last. Right. Right. And so she was looking for that, which turns out Hook had the whole time because it was on his boat. It was the the blade that he stuck to his knife. No, his neck. <laughs> the it's blade cutless. stuck to. His... Okay. He had a car. <laughs> no. I know. Are we going to go around on this? No, again? we're not going to go around Do you not on know this. What a I know it, it's a okay. big sword. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Saw that. So, um, so back at Granny's, after all of this, Robin still sitting there eating. He's still there. He's still there. He's still there. Hook went off and did all this, all this stuff, stuff that with he did. Emma. He went and had dinner Lunch. with Emma. Mm-hmm. He got. Uh, he got the boat all ready. He got to, you know, did some house cleaning. Yeah, because they were out on the boat. He swept, I'm you sure know, vacuumed the sure rugs. I'm sure he did uh, all of those All that things. stuff, yeah. you know. Polished um, his hook. Hoist, hoisted the mainsail. Sure he and he gets back. Robin's still sitting there. Eating. Still sitting there eating. This time he's eating. Well, he was sitting in the bar drinking last time. So now he's eating. But again, they have their little banter back and forth. And, and you know, you're sitting there watching this going, this is Robin Hood and Hook. They're talking about women. And um, he says he needs a, he needs a thief. Rob Hook says, I need a thief. And he said, well, I'm, I'm not a thief anymore. And he goes, just like I'm not a pirate anymore. Um, he goes, once a pirate, always a pirate. Once a thief, always a thief. And so these two are going to hatch up a plan to get inside that locked door in Emma's house because Hook knows that whatever it is that's back there is no good. And they need to figure out what's going on. And so I think that'll be kind of cute. I like I like watching. I don't know if it's cute. Um, I like watching Hook and Robin together because I think that I think they play well off each other. And um, hopefully Robin will be able to kind of man up a little bit as he's breaking into Emma's door. Well, you didn't mention that a knight shows back up in this episode mm. to warn Snow. So yeah, so Lancelot's back. The last time we saw Lancelot. Um, we found out that he was not alive, that Regina's mom had been pretending to be Lancelot and she had killed him a while ago and she had been, um, um, what's the word? Pretend, not pretending. What's the word that the transfigured? Yeah, that's not the one I wanted to use. It starts with an S shimmering. Is that right? No, no. (laughs) Anyway, she had been transfigured. Into um, 
Lancelot and pretending to be him until she could figure out a way to get out of the camp and get back to where Regina was back in Storybrooke. So she obviously did not actually kill him. Either that or it's just somebody else pretending to be Lancelot yet again. But either way, do you think Lancelot is going to want to take his seat back at the round table? Yeah. Well, Take I, it back from David, David, who David. was awarded yeah. a seat. He was knighted yeah, and by it's not King just, Arthur. Not just any seat. Not just any seat. It's the Sergio seat. <laughs> the Siege Perilous. That. Which, and why is that seat so important? I, I still don't get that. It was reserved by Merlin mm-hmm. for the knight that was successful in uh, retrieving the Holy Grail. So they kind of deviated from it a little bit because I, I, I could be wrong. So please, anyone, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong. That's that's a pretty common theme on these uh, shows. Uh, Josh is normally wrong and needs mm. to be corrected. Mm. I don't think Lancelot ever held that seat mm. uh, in Arthurian legend. I want to say, because there's different branches, right? Uh, I want to say the first one would have been Percival. Uh, but they've already kind of skewed that a little bit in the Once Upon a Time universe. Um, but I think in this uh, in the, in this story, it's just the one the the most noblest of knights, the one that the, the most pure of heart. So, um, but and, you know, I'm curious though because if that's the case, there are knights that Arthur's known for a long time. And why? Yeah. Why David? Why did you know? And so you're kind of like, hmm. Why did again, you give that feeding, so willingly to yes, David? Feeding fuel to the fire. Right. That wait a minute, bro. Something's up. You should know better. Yeah. It's not this easy. This yeah. has been. Yeah. This was given to he's, you for a reason, and it, he's so excited. He, yeah. Well, because he's finally getting to do, he's getting getting something, he's getting 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 rewarded. He's not just getting browbeat no more. Yeah, he's not just. It's like fine. I ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, good job. You took out the trash. (laughs) Here's your star. Do you remember at the start of the episode, he was holding the baby, and they needed him to go do something. He's like, "Well, here, I'm not doing anything." And he just passes off the baby. And so I thought that was kind of interesting because he's so, you know, and, and I, I don't know, I guess he needs, he just needs to find his worth. You know, I think. Well, if I think, he's, if he's a proper man, you want to go do stuff oh, and get it done. Get it done. Not, Take care of it. That's right. Handle your business. That's right. That's right. So I thought it was weird because you know that there's other knights who have been at the round table or even not even at the round table. I don't really know how that whole progression thing works. But people that Arthur have known for way longer than just one little quest through a forest to go get a mushroom, you would think it would take more than that to get the fancy seat. Now, David did look nice in all of his gold armor. Where is he getting that from? How how does that work? Well, you know, they're 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 just given armor and necklaces oh, out willy nilly. Sweet. They just nice gowns. They're making it rain. <laughs> It's the Camelot Camelot's rain. just making it rain <laughs> all over the place. There's peasants in a basement somewhere. Armoring out the armor. Trolls. So overall, what did you think of this episode? Better than episode two? <sighs> Gosh, you know, I don't know. I, I say yes. Yeah, you know, I guess it was. I know um, Macy's exact words were, I don't like the storyline because I don't like that she's mean. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, Wyatt absolutely doesn't want to watch it anymore. 
because he says it's bad. Oh, it's horrible. I don't want to watch it anymore. And um, the other two just, you know, they just like the entertainment value. So I, you know, I don't know. For me personally, I, I guess it was better. I feel really sorry for David. Really sorry for David. David right now is reminding me of Ducky. <laughs> you know, there's, oh man, <laughs> he is. How about that reference? How about, oh, there you go. Poor you Ducky. never, you never know what you're going to get here. But he, just drink your juice box and shut up. He, um, he just wants so <laughs> badly to be the guy, you know. And so I feel, I feel really bad for him. And um, ten points for anyone that can tell us what movie Ducky's from. I don't know who's where you're going to get the points from, but yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll give it to you. Um, so you know, and and so watching David go through that because he's so excited, just so he's like, "You're going to throw him the ball. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get the ball. I'm going to get, get it. I'm going to get it. I'll get, I'll get the mushroom. I'll get it." And then he doesn't get the mushroom. Dang. Come with that stupid mushroom. <laughs> and so um, it'll be interesting to see how they how they end up figuring it out because you know they're going to figure it out. And again, you know, it's a memory spell. Memory spells always end up getting broken. And so I'll be real curious to see how they get out of it. I guess overall, it was not as, I didn't finish the episode and go, oh. You know, it was kind of like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens. It, there was more of that. You know, I can't wait to see what next week's going to be for sure than there was two to three. Um, so I'll be curious to see how four goes. But um not as much Regina in this one. At least I don't. I, th- I think it was more. I like I like Hook and Robin together. I think they're cute in a weird, non cute way. And I'll be real curious to see. Oh, so at the end of the episode, we see Shoulder Rumple um, with Emma, and she's got the sword, the cutlass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, going back just like ever so slightly before then, Belle at Granny's getting her tea and. The last petal is about to fall, but it doesn't fall. No. It starts coming back up mm-hmm. and all the petals get back on the rose and she freaks out. He's waking up. He's waking up. And she drops her stuff on the floor and it clatters and she's carrying that stupid thing with her and she's running back to his business and she gets her all excited and he's gone. He's not there. Well, it looks like she's going to use him uh, to be the one that pulls the sword out of the stone. Yeah, Shoulder Rumple said only somebody who is all, what is it, all good um, could do it. Which makes no sense. Which makes no sense. But, you know, at the same time, she did, because we talked about this with the kids, because the kids were really struggling with this one. And when he woke up and he was saying something about, you know, you can't use me, you blah, 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 blah. And she said, I need someone who is neither, and he said, I'm neither good. Yeah. I'm neither good nor bad. And she said, exactly. And I'm going to make you good. And so I'll be, it's, I think it'll be interesting. So she'll have shoulder rumple telling her bad things. And then she'll have blank slate rumple that she'll be able to mold. And, um, so she's got the, the cutlass that touched him. That's how she brought him back. And so that's what we think. She's going to use rumple to pull out Excalibur. And they need to pull Excalibur out of the stone. Mm Mm-hmm. So that they can merge the dagger of the dark one right, with that's Excalibur, the tip. Mm-hmm. and uh, apparently that will afford them immense power. Right, and we don't know how Emma got her her dagger back. We still don't know that because when they're in Camelot, Regina still has it, and right. so when they're in Storybook, Emma's got her own dagger because she made a comment about having you need to make sure that something that has your name on it stays with you, and so she's got it. We don't know where. We haven't seen it. Well, she made them forget because that's just, it's for the best. That's right. That's for the best. That's what they do. Just trust me. That's what they do. You don't need to know. You don't want to know. 
probably not. Mm. No. But she wants him to know. That's the thing. And that's what they keep telling her. She keeps saying, you did this, you did this. And they're like, why don't you just tell us what we did so that we can fix it and make it better? And she's like, no. No, because that's not how this was written. <laughs> right. We it's, have other, sh- we, this is a long season. That's right. We've we we got, got other episodes we got to we got do. people we got to bring in. So it's very vengeful, you know? And, and I was thinking about that too. I think when, um, when Rumpel was the dark one, I don't think it was so much vengeance that drove him. It was um, the greed and the power for sure. But she's power Power more than anything. And for her, it's just vengeance. She's so angry. And I don't think Rumpel was angry. He was tired of being squished. You know, he was tired of of being the one that people thought less of. And so he wanted to be more. And I don't think that's the case with her. She just wants people to pay for whatever it is that happened. And so Mm -hmm. I think, and I think too, and I'm going to say it and you can't, I think that's the difference between the male aspect and the fe- no, I mean seriously, I that's hear you. that's the difference between the male and the female. You know, it's the power versus the the vengeance and and just the way that men get you angry. Wronged or, me, you, you wronged me, you wronged me, you will pay. Right. right, and I'm not going to forget what you did. I could tell you. I mean, how many arguments were? Oh, I could tell oh, you what you boy, did. Howdy, is this true? Yeah, I could tell you what you did, but no, uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna stew a little while, <laughs> and maybe I'll tell you, maybe I won't. Uh, I, I shouldn't have to tell you. That's right. You, should, you know. should know what you did wrong. You should know what you did. And that's kind of what she's doing. What? She's got the whole town going, you should know. You <laughs> you messed up. You know, you did this you to me. You know what you did. Yeah, exactly. But they don't. So all in all, I, I didn't think it was a horrible episode. Mm-hmm. I, it still kind of felt a little filtery to me. Uh, filtery. <laughs> I need a filter. Uh, felt a little fillerish. Um you know, it ends with Arthur uh, basically revealing that he is quite the villain. Yeah. Um, you can't ask someone to commit suicide for the good of something. For the good of something, Mm-mm. and I mean that really showed his true colors. I do hope that they explore that more because I really feel in his heart of hearts, he believes he's doing the right thing because he makes the statement that if we can't get back to Camelot, we're going to make a Camelot here. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh wow. So that's a power trip there. Sure. Uh, And I kind of want to see how they explore that. That, Mm -hmm. That's going to be exciting. But I tell you what, the thing that I really want to see is I want to see scenes with the neutral Mr. Gold. Mm -hmm. The blank slate. The blank slate Mm -hmm. and shoulder rumple. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Where they're acting and interacting with each other. Well, but But nobody sees shoulder rumple except Emma. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm just saying I would like to see. Oh, that would be awesome. I think that would be He's cool. so phenomenal. He's he, such a great actor. He really actor. is. He really is. And uh, I think he's one of the best things on the show. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we're going to keep watching, Absolutely. obviously. And we hope that you keep listening. Please do. Uh, episode four will be next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have any questions or feedback, we definitely would like to hear that. Um, we we know that uh, there's things that we could do maybe to get better, uh, but we also want to answer questions. Uh, if you have any ideas, uh, if there's maybe even any segment ideas that you have, please pass them on. And you can reach me. Uh, I'm you can just email me. I'm Josh at nthcast. Uh, that's nthcast dot com. Josh at nthcast. 
if you've never listened to our main show before, don't do that when the kids are around. No. Uh, but it's a good time. Uh, that's the nth cast. Uh, you can find that on iTunes. Uh, we just did a review of The Martian and the movie Pan. Which, which was really great. I'll just say here, let me save you some time. I'd love for you to listen to that episode, but I'll save you some time. Uh, if you're as an adult, it, don't go to this movie without kids. I don't think you would enjoy it. Really? Absolutely. Why do you say that? I guess you haven't listened to our episode I yet. have not listened to your episode. You have, I will listen to it tomorrow. If you have kids, go into it as though you're watching it through their eyes hmm. and you will enjoy it. I enjoyed it. But a it. lot of critics have panned. Panned? Pan? Panned, pan. pan, pan. Nice. A lot of critics have panned it and I get where they're coming from, hmm. but it's not for adults. Um, hmm. And so it's it, it it's good. It, it, I think it's a good movie for kids to see. So does that mean I'm childlike if I enjoy no, it? No, absolutely. Well, you know, is that a bad thing? No, I don't think is I mean, that, it was no. very fantastical. It was, yes. I was talking to a lady this morning and she asked me because she knew we were going to go see it. And she said, what did you think? Because she said, it, she said, it's not like the Disney pan. It's, I was no, expecting Disney. Not. And I told her, and I said, you're Far right. Far from it. It was not Far at all Disney. It. I said it was way more Harry Potter. It was more fantastical. Mm-hmm. It was more yeah. magical. It had some dark elements as well. Yeah, but I think that's the part that I liked about it. I liked the pa- I liked the fact that it was more It was more Harry Potter than Disney. And that's yes. really the best way that you could put that's, it. That's excellent. Yeah, and and I liked that. I thought it was great. I still can't figure out. And we, we were leaving the house because and we were leaving the, the movie theater, and the kids were like, how did he go from, from that to evil pan and once upon a time. And I'm like, well, they're completely different, but you know, I mean, you get so yeah. you see it and you get so Wait wrapped up. Wait a minute. How does he go from that sweet kid to that horrible little kid? You watch the wheels. Turn yeah, I know. It's like, brains. I don't know how that works. Smoke's coming out of that's their right. ears. That's right. So, um, I, I liked, it. I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great movie. So I don't even know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I do, but I don't know. I, I just, I like the fantastical aspect of it. I thought it was, I thought it was really well done. It was beautiful. It was a really pretty movie too. We'll talk to you next week. See you then. Bye.